0: Stuff in the news today. We and I wanna I wanna jump in right away because just yesterday, Ari, was it at when uh, attorney, attorney general barr. Oh, hold on. Uh oh. <laughs> There's going to be some trouble. Uh oh uh
1: what's that sound right here? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, I hear a swamp draining. Stop, oh. children. What's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone oh, no. in Obama's administration is going down. Oh my god, that's <laughs> They're turning on that each was, other.
0: By the way, that was impromptu, folks. That was awesome. <laughs> I was just going to say every, every, every lefty is going, to down, going down. But you're right. It's, it's, that's awesome. And oh, wouldn't be great when the, they will use one uh, administration, uh, hopeful or whatever, a member from, you know, whether it's Clinton, against Obama and Obama against these people. Oh, They're, they're going to be oh. turning. Okay, so here's the gist. The gist is that Attorney General Barr has announced that he's uh, appointed an independent investigator to go after uh, the those who started the Russian probe and figure yeah. out how the Russian probe would start like as if we don't know right but nevertheless he's going to probe into the probe and what with that a, means with
1: a prosecutor
0: with, the, with a real Ooh, prosecutor, yeah. sexy <laughs> say that again all right anyway so that the deal is that they're going to find out about this and rightfully so now you may very well say Wait a minute, Barack, you know, isn't this You know, one investigation upon the other When will it end, and then You know, when that goes, then they're going to say "How? Let's investigate the investigation of the investigation You know, can, can we get, keep on going On a never-ending cycle No, no This, I, I'm a lawyer, I can tell you And a litigator, too One of the things that is a reality in law Is that there are some people Who initiate lawsuits Maliciously, okay They do it for the purpose of of either extorting somebody uh, for money or uh, for whatever reason, other main reason, but mostly it's some sort of extortion. They don't have, let's say, a basis for the claim for the breach of contract at all, zero basis. And they pursue it anyway with the hopes that it will force the other side to come to the table or that they know that there's a complete defense to a particular matter, and they still prosecute it anyway, the, the, the complaint. So for example, Yes, you're owed a million dollars on a promissory note But that promissory note was breached in, back in 1992 Okay? It's the year 2019 now The statute of limitation completely bars your complaint And you know it! Okay? That's malicious prosecution Okay? So whether it's an invented set of facts Or uh, there's a total defense to it that you know about That would be malicious prosecution And if, if so Then the defendant in that previous case can, after the case is dismissed Gets a fav- what we call a favorable result Can now go after the original Plaintiff and sue that original Plaintiff who now becomes The new defendant for a malicious Prosecution on the grounds That the, the original plaintiff Had no basis to move forward With this and it was malicious and he should have known Okay and that's You know that's understandable in the law Now there are defenses to malicious prosecution blah 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 But we're not going there for the time being The point is that there are remedies against these inappropriate lawsuits, very strong remedies, and it's, it's serious. You, you, could, you, you might have to pay the, the entire attorney's fees of the other side for the previous lawsuit. You might even have to deal with punitive damages. It's, it's a severe punishment. What's the difference here? The Mueller probe was a total, and I'm not blaming Mueller here, by the way, I am blaming the DNC and Hillary Clinton and Obama and all those bad guys. And the people who appointed Mueller, of course. For, for sure. But they came out with a big, fat zero at the end of it. There was literally no freaking evidence. They talk about obstruction and, oil. Oh, well, you know, I don't know whether I would, you know, pursue this for obstruction. Forget about that for a second. There was zero evidence of the collusion. The very reason, the raison d'etre of pursuing this case against uh, Trump— was the allegation of a Russian collusion There was zero evidence of that There was not even a uh, There was not, you know, they say whether there's smoke, there's fire There was no smoke for that matter There was nothing It was, it came right out of Hillary Clinton's butt And the DNC's butt And I'm spelling that B-U-T-T, folks I'm, I'm going there, okay That's where it came out of And they had the whole world chasing These things, and as I said before, it was no different than the Jesse Smollett case. Yeah, no different. And they had a compliant media helping them, right?
1: You know, colluding with them. That is the collusion,
0: right? right. Exactly right. The only difference is that the the Smollett case, he was discovered very quickly, as opposed to the uh, Mueller, Mueller case, the Russian probe, where it took almost two years to eventually say, "Yeah, we got nothing." Okay, it's, I mean, and all you could say to the to the Democrats, "Wow, how embarrassing for you." Right, having invested all your time into this, so, but now we're pursuing, the Republicans are pursuing a a probe. I, I, I don't know. If I, it's not fair to say the Republicans are pursuing, it but you get the idea. The um, uh, there is going to be an investigation as to what prompted this Russian probe, and they're going to find out that it was maliciously pursued. Hence my reference to. Malicious, malicious prosecution.
1: prosecution. Let's Thank all you. repeat after That's Barack. Right. Malicious, malicious
0: prosecution. <laughs> right. That's our words of the day, everyone. <laughs> <Exactly right. laughs> I want you to remember that. Yeah, no, it's and it's it's a totally legit uh, pursuit. And we need to do that. And 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 we have to pursue it, not not by way of vengeance or tit for tat or anything else like this. Even you as a Democrat should want this because it was a total fabrication, uh, and, and, and they, they invented evidence. I mean, how, how can you not, even as a Democrat, just, um, I just ask you as an American, for that matter, anybody who loves America, for that matter, doesn't it bother you that they created this, this uh, what is it, the Steele dossier? They totally fabricated it. It was paid for by the DNC, Okay. Uh, and by the way, they tried to proclaim that it was paid for as opposition research by the Heritage Foundation. They lied even about that a long time ago. And I think the Atlantic or some other liberal uh, outlet tried to push that story for, for the time. Yeah, being. as
1: if that conservative thing. intellectuals were so out to get Trump.
0: Yes. You know? yes. We, yeah. we wanted
1: to fabricate but And then we gave it to yeah. the, to the uh, And, and well, to the opposition research happens all the time.
0: Like, so what, right? But then they used it. In a FISA court Yes, well that's the point point. And if, if, if you're a Democrat And please email me If you somehow have a, 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 you know, Some sort of answer to me about this How could you possibly be okay with this Look, when I was a Democrat And I, we talk about this every once in a while um, And I was a staunch Democrat During the uh, latter half of the 90s Okay, So I was supportive of Bill Clinton I thought he was doing a great job Wrongly so, by the way But nevertheless, hey, you know Economy's doing great, blah, blah, blah Good, good president, loves Israel. I'm good to go. I'm jiggy with this guy, right? And then came the whole Monica Lewinsky thing, and he lied about the having. I think it was Paula Jones actually, the, the deposition thing. And I said, as much as I supported him as president, and as much as I, and I and I voted for Gore in 2000. I told you about that. Uh, as much as those things happen, I said this president has got to go down. We've got to impeach him, and I hope he gets convicted. And By the Senate of and thrown out of office yeah. because this is such a serious thing. In other words, I was intellectually consistent and intellectually honest about my concerns,
1: which is why you have no place in the Democrat Party, right. as you found out later. Which,
0: on. which was easy, enough, made it easy because I, yeah. I do believe I'm intellectually honest and consistent. Which at some point I said, "Why the hell am I with these these people?" I mean, they, I caught too many other things, and then the Israel thing happened. Uh, the, the, I, I discovered that the Democrats were really not pro-Israel. Okay, uh, a lot of my Jewish Democrat friends are—they engage in wishful thinking that the the Democrat Party is pro-Israel. Magical
1: thinking, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's bleeding. But that's another story. But
1: you're Uh, making a bigger point, and this is, I think, so what's so succinct about this and salient is you're saying, yeah, that argument that Americans are sick of endless investigations, yeah, that is true. For illegitimate investigations. But when it's real, like in Clinton's case, when the chief law enforcement officer of the land lies under oath, that's legitimate. Yes. When they use FISA courts to to get warrants because of a piece of opposition political research, and then they wiretap a la Richard Nixon, the opposition party's candidate, during an election year to undermine him and then prosecute him— That's like Soviet And I'm totally jiggy with the investigation Into that Because that's not a nonsense investigation Every
0: Democrat who And that's my point Is every Democrat that truly loves America okay, And and is able to put aside all the politics And just understand That we live in a country of law and order Of checks and balances And right and wrong If you believe in those things You should be yelling from the mountaintops uh, Of how you despise What your own party did just like I despised what Bill Clinton did when I was a Democrat, right? I despised it. And, I, and I, it's not as if I changed to become a conservative or a Republican after that. And like I said, I voted for Gore. I was ready to rock and roll with Gore. I thought he was a good guy and so on. And I was very upset that Gore lost the election in 2000. I was one of those guys that I didn't cry about it, but I just thought, okay, well, bummer. But it was a real bummer for me. But for that guy, Bill Clinton, I wanted him to go down. Because he betrayed me. As much as I liked him as a president, as much as I thought he did well for the country, he, what he did was wrong. And this, of course, this FISA warrant and, and faking everything in order to get the FISA warrant and, and all, the, all the lies that went with it, you've got to be outraged. I mean, if I were a Democrat, I, I would be outraged. I know myself. I would say, you know, take down everybody who was involved with this because this makes we Democrats look freaking bad. That's what I would do We've got to clean up our own house And, and show how good Because if we don't do that We are going to go down in, in the year 2020 To this madman This orange, color, you know, orange skin guy Named Donald Trump That's what I would be saying But you don't hear this from the Democrats It's not that And by the way Unlike the Bill Clinton thing the, During the Monica Lewinsky thing And the, the Paula Jones deposition Where people said you know, oh, it's just sex. That was their defense. You know, oh, you Republicans, you and your perjury thing. That's just a pretext. It's all political, uh, and it's just sex. You know, men are going to lie. Men are going to lie about their affairs. Okay, uh, that was their defense. I'm not saying it was a good defense, but at least they had a defense.
1: Right, at least they had one.
0: Right. Yeah. And I didn't buy that defense. I, I thought the perjury was, you know, it sucks, but you were caught in an affair. Okay, you can't lie about it in a deposition. That's what you got to do, and you got to realize the, the um, you got to pay the piper at some point. Here in this situation, they're not even acknowledging the dossier. They know that it's there, but they don't address it. And I want, and and that, and you know, Hannity is unable to get an interview with any serious uh, high-level Democrat to pose that very question. How do you deal with the? The dossier. How do you accept that reality? Yeah, you would think that if the arguments were
1: even tangentially legitimate, Adam Schiff would be on Hannity's show every night arguing the counter to Hannity's right. points. Arguing the counter to Sarah Carter, John Solomon, Devin Nunes, everyone yeah. else. But he's nowhere to be found. And it's it's consistent. Every one of them, every ex-Obama official and Schiff only goes on friendly media. Right. That that's, never bring up the truth They never bring
0: it, it up And, and yeah. that's the whole thing They ignore this very issue about the dossier And the faking uh, of, of information for purposes of getting a warrant This is so huge, my friends And they they don't want to acknowledge it I guess I don't blame them at the end of the day Well, it's because too they, devastating they, It's too devastating yeah. But, it, it, but, 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 but yeah. one of the presidential candidates The Democrat presidential candidates Needs to be different and and seriously, that person You mean if they have a chance of winning, right? Yeah, Of course, no, no But forget about chances of winning If any one of the, what is it, 21 potential candidates now Running for president Says uh, the following He or she can differentiate herself or himself dramatically Like launch right up to Biden popularity liberals right now And all they need to do is say this Um we really need to get to the bottom of what happened because we need to clean up our act, the Democrat Party. Uh, I am going to be the party of uh, non-cor- non-corruption. I'm going to be. I'm going to lead the party as the Democrat president. I'm going to lead the party into a new era of transparency. I'm going to hold people who um, sullied our good name uh, accountable. That, I'm going to do all those things. Just. Be different. They, first of all, if, if only for the sake of a whole bunch of cameras, suddenly descending upon that one candidate, That I'm talking about. Yeah. Now and, you, and you you may right. say, you, yeah, you are absolutely
1: right." As a as a piece of political analysis, the the issue that will make that not happen, though, and we've talked about this before, and it, both on this podcast and off in our own uh, you know in, in real life, is unfortunately, and this is the flat out truth. Right. Every one of them to a person is demented. Of course. Uh, every, every, and so, well, well, but not only
0: yeah, like, that, but they also have to kiss the ring of, of Hillary Clinton and, and Obama, Obama for that matter. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's
1: not It's not about the voters, it's about the party bosses. But I think, and you made a point that I think needs addressing in a little bit more detail because I think it's really the lead on this L E D E. You said we're a country of laws and checks and balances, are we not? Well, what's so often ignored is how fragile that is. In 1992, April 29, 1992, I experienced the L.A. riots when suddenly the mask, the illusion of law and order left Los Angeles and you saw true madness take place. Right. And you saw that, that so-called thin blue line that the poli- a police presence has on a civilization is an illusion And we've talked about this before on this show. It it only works because we all agree. The yellow line in the middle of the street only works because I agree to drive on this side, you agree to drive on that side. And for the sake of self-preservation, the two shall not meet. The same was true on on that day when I suddenly saw animalistic monsterism and, and barbarism. Just erupt out of mankind. Now, yes, out of a you know a long story going back to the year before the Rodney King riots. So it wasn't out of the blue, but you saw it actually happen. Similarly, so we saw that civilization, the the um, the social compact that we all engage in, is quite fragile. And the second a good portion of us stop. Abiding by the social compacts, they evaporate like dust in the wind. Right. Similarly, the the law and order, the checks and balances, the um, all are equal in the eyes of the law, is also
0: very, very fragile, and right, it so, only so, exists. Here we go. So here we go. Hold on. The, the point is, and and I love this to to some extent, but I don't want to delve too much into this yet because we're going to be speaking about this during the second part of our podcast. About all the things necessary to Make oh, a civilization and yeah. protect it. So, and, and, and I don't want to lose the analogy I want to, I want to get right into that so, But let's still focus on this investigation Business yes. because it's so meaningful First of all I want to say The obvious to me the obvious This is a hundred Times worse than what Nixon did during Watergate. Okay? <laughs> it's
1: it's three mile island compared to Chernobyl. It's oh, a good water example. It's a water leak versus a vaporized exposed core. Right. Because remember, Fukushima was a meltdown. Right. Chernobyl was a core detonation. Right. That's not a meltdown. Yes. That's not a water leak. That's not a broken pipe.
0: It's a rainy day versus a hurricane. <laughs> yeah. It's I, so true. I mean, really, it's just, it's unbelievable that people don't see that. And look, I think everyone's seeing it. Um, but sometimes, you know, you, you say about a person, oh, you, you, know, I, you know what I like about Johnny? He speaks what everyone else is thinking, right? And I like to think that's what we do, Ari, you and I, and also on my Sunday show. Uh, AMA 70, The Answer the in AM870. LA. 10 a.m. Uh, 10, a.m. On, uh, 10 a.m. on Sundays. Okay, great.
1: 10 a.m. Pacific
0: time. Pacific Sunday time. Morning, oh yes, days. thank you very much. Because you Saturday. can
1: hit listen nationwide live yeah. on am870theanswer.com. A long, inconvenient string of typing to get to that URL, but that's it. Am870theanswer.com.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's me. Now, now we forget problems. where we were. Yeah. Altogether. <laughs> no, look. The point is that we 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 give voice to what a lot of other people are thinking. The the fact is. That people are thinking, this is pretty bad s <laughs> right. going on. Right? They know it. Pretty bad, uh,
1: San Francisco sidewalks. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Oh, that's the guy. I like that.
0: But but you know, there's only so much you can ignore. You can you can only ignore the fact that everyone's thinking, this is pretty damn bad s. And it is uh, w- way worse than Nixon. The, 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 the thing that Nixon did wrong, and, and rightfully, uh, you know, he, I think he was smart to resign because of the political pressure that he was facing, of course. I make no excuses for him. Uh, but it's not the, not the uh, burglary, as they say. It was the cover-up, right? The obstruction, if you will. just lying and yeah, the, the lying. Yeah. So, and it just, he looked awful in the process. But, okay, so he covered it up. Okay, bad. Very bad this he, he wasn't using the judicial process and and uh, and abusing the judicial process he simply was lying he was doing something illegal but it wasn't undermining democracy itself
1: right he only wiretapped some democrat party offices right. to listen in on them for his own campaign right he didn't sick the most high level elements right. of the fbi nsa and cia on the opposition party's candidate directly. Because right. remember, the Carter page and the Papadopoulos warrants and wiretaps were designed to get Trump and Trump family members as collateral surveillance. Right. To
0: then prosecute them. Right. This is the kind of stuff that we don't expect in this country to, to ever right. happen. This is right. that right. fragile we, thing we, we're going to talk we, about right. later. And it's it's unbelievable. People don't realize Here's the point. I mean, that, that old joke about why does a dog look his you-know-what, right? Because he can right? And likewise, and I, I, I apologize for being so graphic and such, but it's a famous joke. The point is that many, uh, you know, crime and corruption will happen if people believe that they can do it and they can get away with it. It will happen. That is the reason why we have our Constitution, because our founding fathers Understood very plainly, very correctly That people will get away with S If you let them get away with S Once they seize power Once they seize power And and power they will corrupt absolutely If you give them absolute power That's the way it works We know it for a fact And you see people acting badly right now This is what has happened They, They perceive, the Democrats That they could get away with this S and they went for it and they, you know, they all huddled together and they say, hey, let's, you know, we know, what can we do to make this, uh, to get more information? Oh, I have an idea. Let's, let's get a warrant. Well, in order for a warrant, we need to, you know, get some information, some dirt in him in order to justify and create probable cause to go wiretap the Trump campaign. Well, how do we do that? Oh, I know somebody who knows somebody. That's how they did it. Right? So. It, the probe will find that out. I, I, I have no doubt about that. We know for, for sure that Christopher Seele fabricated this evidence. But wow. I mean, it, the fact that people, I, the, the point is power will be abused when people feel like they can abuse the power. When there's an opportunity, they will take it. No less so than if I were to bet to, to, to drop a bag of a million dollars in marked in tens and 20s. Uh, into the middle of Times Square, I know exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> okay? A stampede. A stampede will happen. Right. Okay, that's the way it works. That's human nature. Okay? And the same way that they see opportunity for money, to grab a quick buck, literally, uh, people will abuse power if they think they can get away with it.
1: Yeah, or if the consequences are such that it's not a real price. And it's never stated, but the irony that Hillary Clinton was a high ranking poo bah. In the Obama administration and the candidate, wife of Bill Clinton, and while Clinton was impeached in the House, really faced no real consequences for his lying under oath, lying to the American people about his uh, uh, lily-white sexual proclivities, while at the same time doing the worst of both behind our backs and getting caught... Yeah, he was impeached by a group of people who said, shame on you. But there were no consequences. So why wouldn't that embolden the next people to try the next thing? Hillary Clinton is there going, well, they didn't do anything to my husband for lying under oath, which is a felony. Why shouldn't we wiretap, you know, the guy who – I love this because we talked about this before –
0: who had no chance of winning anyway. Right. Oh, it's the best. Right? And and here's the thing is that they they realized – and they definitely had this discussion. They said, listen – Whatever's going down, you better, the F, win this election. Because if you don't, we're all going to jail. Right. And yeah. they said so. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, I'm confident that they had that discussion at some point. Right. Because, and, you, and hey, hey, yes. oh, hold on. Um, what's his name? Uh, the guy, uh, uh, struck Peter struck Peter, you better be f and right about this. Okay? You know, don't worry. Uh, I've got this. Yeah, I'm that's gonna make between this
1: sh- Lisa and Peter. Yeah, yeah, romantic. exactly right. Yeah.
0: Uh, But what they they didn't count upon is, you know, their insurance policy, the notion that, yeah, if for some crazy reason Trump won, that at least we have this to undermine him day in and day out. Yeah. Okay. So what what was that this that, that I just talked about? It was the allegation of a Russian collusion. And that would keep him busy and tripped up all this time. And that way... Anything that he might do to attack the attackers would be considered a Me Too complaint.
1: Right. And it, not, it not, just, to, not to be confused right.
0: with the, the Me Too movement. Right. That we, we, we have it in law. It's called yeah. Me Too complaint, meaning that when somebody sues you, then you cross-complain, and it's called a Me Too complaint. Yeah. So, and, and oftentimes, it doesn't have any merit. It's just there in order to, right. to, to create the appearance of some sort of balance. But the reality was that they didn't, they, they didn't think for a moment— that this really could boomerang on them, uh, on themselves. I think you've got a good point there, Ari, when you said, nothing happened to my husband, I didn't get in trouble ever, I destroyed my email servers uh, and my emails before, I didn't get in no trouble, no how. Well, that's because, lady, everyone was in your pocket and everyone was in the tank for you, and that's the way the Democrat Party, right. it's all about power, yeah. and hey, lady, you know next time, don't be so stupid – um, but it's it's really like, you know, the drunk uncle that they have to keep in, the, you know, and he's constantly getting in trouble and they constantly bail him out. He um, doesn't stop drinking. He doesn't stop drinking. And, you know, somebody needs to give some tough love to their their, their, their Democratic Party
1: right. uh, members. And they were sure in the courts they had all their appointees. You know, Amy Berman Jackson, the Paul Manafort uh, uh, solitary confinement judge, right? Yeah. Yeah. She presided over the Benghazi family suing Clinton dismissed the case. Right. So they had, They thought, if this ever gets into the court system, we got that rigged too. Right. We've got all the bureaucrats. We've got the media. Everyone. And th- I want you all to think about this out there, because this is an important point no one ever brings up. Yes, the wiretap NSA spying scandal warrants, FISA courts, et cetera, I is right. enough of a scandal right. to put all of them in jail forever. But why would they do it? Well, the whole, you better win this lady, was because they damn well knew Iran scandal, Fast and Furious scandal, IRS scandal, and a whole bunch of sidewalk... And Benghazi scandal. Benghazi scandal, which probably was selling weapons to Al-Qaeda, right? Um, All of those, if Trump won from their thinking had a chance of, of being exposed, and those would have been enough to put all of these same people in jail forever. Oh, Uranium One. I mean, the, the, the scandal-free Obama administration was running like a crime syndicate. They damn well knew it, and this entire thing was their insurance policy. And one other point that's never talked about as a guy who worked with someone else in that campaign Um I made an observation at the time that they would have been in trouble with this myriad of scandal no matter which Republican won, except for for people like Jeb who were go-along-to-get-along kind of establishment turrets. But as it turned out, there were two people at the end, and both of them presented a problem to them because they were both different flavors of constitutional non-establishment conservative, Cruz and Trump. So you damn well knew— I know that if Cruz was the nominee, they would have done the same thing to him. And the beauty of this insurance policy is that it had two aspects. Number one, delegitimize and make whoever—this is important, Brock. Don't rush me along. This is an important point. Delegitimize <laughs> you and prep for impeachment <clears throat> whoever the Republican was who— was in the White House at the time, post 2016, right. and at the same time structure the insurance policy in such a way that it would elevate Democrats in the one area they were most yes, vulnerable, yes. which is foreign policy yes, vis-a-vis yes. Russia. Okay.
0: Uh, of course, you know you can see the love that we have for each other, and also the contempt we have for each other eh. in this show. Eh. Okay. Anyway, the, the... your book's good, at least. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the... <laughs> that that uh, sideways glance plug for my book is uh, appreciated. I think, uh, <laughs> you know, shameless brown nosing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, but this is this is all very very key, and I do want to move on quickly to our next topic. But to, to wrap it all up, the point is that it's it's just it's becoming a Shakespearean. You know, it's yes. tragedy It's really, I mean, the thing that, You know, the best laid plans and all that stuff I mean, how how many analogies can we make To this story? How many Shakespeare plays Can we analogize to this situation? Um, you know, it's, there's the Macbeth a- aspect to it, too There's even the Hamlet aspect to it there's the King Lear aspect to it. There's the West Side, not West Side Story, Romeo and Juliet, which West Side Story a, modernizes. Yeah, it's like
1: an opera.
0: It's, <laughs> you know? it's really breathtaking. And and how they felt th- that, you know, it, but it turns out, in fact, Ari, that it's all just one big Scooby Doo mystery. That's yeah. all it is at the end. It's not Shakespeare. It's as lame as a Scooby Doo mystery, meaning, the obvious, right? Some guy tries to get away with it, tries to scare everyone, right? And the kids in their van and a dog figure it out, right? Why? It was Mr. Higgins all along, they say, as they pull off his mask. And he wasn't a monster. And it was just some guy who was lying to everyone and trying to have this pretense. It was a big Scooby-Doo mystery, Every single one of them are the same story, right? Yeah, and the
1: damn kids is this doofus with a reality show, right? Who happened to win by
0: being honest? <laughs> exactly. I
1: mean, that's it's so brilliant.
0: I would have gotten away with it if it weren't you, well, darn kids. But that dumb, that damn Donald Trump. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's what it is. It's not a Shakespearean tragedy. It's a Scooby Doo <laughs> episode. <Yeah. laughs> so, and. And, and they can't believe it You know, just like the, the guy who was, you know, took over the warehouse to scare everyone You know, he's the big, important, rich guy, right? And and how dare these these young punk kids do what they did That's the way they feel about Donald Trump this This schmuck, this stupid billionaire <laughs> But this stupid, silly man who didn't even really want to be president That's what they believe, by the yeah. way uh, you know, has somehow become president. What has come of this world? He has sure fooled them. He must have lied to the American people. No, better yet, he must have colluded with the Russians. At least that, that's what we'll tell the American people. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Right? And we'll lie in order to do all those things. So that, that is the, that's the beauty of the whole arc of this story is how it's all unraveling. And we are seeing it. That's the beauty of that. We're we're in the middle of this movie, Ari. It's it's a beautiful it's so story. It's
1: gorgeous. And by the way, he didn't want to be president. Not when he ran. This mm-hmm. is a guy who's doing his own thing. Right. He did and you did it and I did it in the 2010 cycle. We said as citizens Enough. I have to do something. We have to do something. And he took his beautiful life, beautiful life, beautiful life. And he said, you know what? I'm no other just... lives compare. Uh, right. No comparison. No comparison. <laughs> right. be, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run. Other lives, not so good. I'm going to run for president. Right. I'm going to tell it like it is, and I'm going to drain the swamp when I win. Right. And then, like everything else in Trump's life, because he's brilliant... It worked! It worked. And it worked with those damn teabaggers as the voter base that everyone said were an insignificant bunch of tricorn hat-wearing idiots. Uh, No, no, the IRS scandal apparently didn't work to destroy us. We were the majority... That got him in office, you you morons. Yeah, they, they, and can't, wha- they can't possibly and, accept right. this reality. And they had the best and brightest of everyone in the deep state. tracks Smurk, Trax, uh Comey, you know, Rosie. all these brilliant thinkers going back 20, 30 years in the deep state. And boom, they're done because of the schmuck from New York who decided to play politics as an actual honest guy.
0: Right. Yeah. It's really breathtaking how they they can't accept the reality whatsoever. But but that's that's what happens with criminals. At the end of the day, they get lazy. Right. They get smug. And complacent. Complacent is the word I'm looking for. Uh, They really, truly get complacent about it, and they figure, well, I've gotten away with it all this time. I mean, it's a little bit like Bernie Madoff. In fact, it's very much like Bernie Madoff. (laughs) Like I've gotten away with it for decades, okay? And uh, then, of course, there was the 2008 crisis, which exposed him at the end of the day because you know all the people want their money. (laughs) Yeah, they wanted the money. They were desperate, and uh, he he had no choice but to acknowledge that he was engaging in the biggest Ponzi scheme in history. Uh, Likewise, with the uh, the college scholarship scandal, right? Same thing. It, It everyone's doing it. No big deal. I mean, to them, it's like, you know, sure, the the speed limit says sixty-five, but yeah, I mean, everyone's doing 75, right? And in, in fact, eighty-five is probably okay. That, that, that's, you know, and and that there's a reality to it. You know, you know that the cops generally don't stop, but if they do stop you, you really don't have any cause to complain. So just the fact that you've gotten away with it, going seventy-five or even eighty-five in a sixty-five zone, sixty-five zone doesn't mean that what you're doing is is not illegal. Yeah, and unlike the Democrats, when you're pulled over and caught...
1: Be polite and just take your damn medicine. That's right. And don't commit a felony by then lying to the cop. Right. And tell him it's raining when you're peeing on his damn leg, as you <laughs> like to say. Yes, right? exactly right. Because that's, what the thi- that's the thing that Clintons never do. Clinton could have, and I don't mean to go back to him, but at any time he could have been just honest with the American people and said, yeah, and we, it's a joke, but it's real. Just point to Hillary and say, yeah, of course I'm cheating on her. Look at her. Right. We will all on. Yeah. That's okay. Right. At any point, Obama, just tell us you're using the IRS to, to screw conservatives. At any do. point, all you have to do. All yes, I'm sorry about Fast and Furious. My plans for gun control went awry. I'm sorry. You well,
0: know? the Fast and Furious one—that was—he was, you know, he was tra- creating a charade for the purpose of, of truly lying. Unlike Bill Clinton, who simply could have said, "You know what? I had a affair. I was stupid about it, and I really regret it. I hope I don't. I, you know, I have to deal with this with my family." and uh, God willing, they'll forgive me one day and to Monica, you know, I'm sorry. You know, we shouldn't have done this. That's all he had yeah, to do. And
1: if you guys do an impeachment hearing, please let me off. I promise I'll be good. But if you have to do your duty, I understand. just Throw yeah. yourself on the mercy of the court.
0: Or better yet, he sh- he could have simply told the truth during the deposition. Yes. And then it would never have been an issue. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking. And about. we and, and yeah. nor and neither you nor I would have given a rat's ass about the matter. Okay. Yes. You know that's unseemly. The president should be doing that. But you know it. It's it's not lying under he oath. married
1: Hillary. I understand. <laughs> okay. For Christ's sake, <laughs> look at her.
0: Tough crowd. Tough crowd. <laughs> All right. So let's let's move now to that to the main one of our main topics. But we had this nice segue where we are talking about how the law and order thing and the checks and balances the thing,
1: fragility and, of the system, the fragility
0: of the system, and and I like your metaphor of you know here's the yellow line, but it's very easy for a car to cross over that. We we anticipate and we require. Uh, In order for traffic to move smoothly That uh, Nobody crossed that line So literally we're counting on thousands of people Every day if we're driving any decent amount of time uh, About a thousand people Maybe that we encounter On the opposite side of the road Not kind of like swerving over to our side And and smashing us right? We we count on them okay? And yet there's no barrier It's just an imaginary barrier And that's the way it is with our law and order Now To this point to this point, Ari. They say that uh, I don't know whether the number is correct. That there are a hundred thousand things that need to happen just right, in order for a baby to be conceived and gestate correctly in the womb, and be born healthy and strong, and and now be able to rest on his mother's shoulder, you know, crying or whatever after the birth. After yes. the birth. There's about 100,000 things. They might be 10,000, so forgive my, my not knowing yeah, exactly. It's a lot. It's a, a lot of things. It's a huge yeah. number, okay? And you think about this, and you think, you know, there's about the same amount of things. If not 100,000, then I'll say a 1,000 things, okay? Still a hell of a lot of numbers. Necessary for a civilization to uh, begin and to progress, if you don't have – if one of those things is not working, the whole thing falls apart.
1: Yeah, okay? things like, say, a sanitation system or avoiding epidemics or a water system, right, right. any yeah. of those. We'll, we'll, and
0: we'll yeah. get to that in a moment. But first of all, let's start with the basics, okay? We we have to have a sense of authority. We have to have a sense in, – in America, at least – and I'm talking about Democrat, democratic civilization, republican civilization, where there is law and order and such and democracy – for, for something like an America to work We have to have about a thousand things All be just right And if you pluck any one of them out It won't happen instantaneously But the whole structure will fall Okay So law and order we talked about You have to have a judicial system Okay that that actually enforces their judgments
1: Yeah you can't allow
0: people to murder each other as an oh, example. It, It's not just the criminal system I'm yeah. talking about the civil system too yes. Contracts You have to enforce Uh, The rule of law Ownership, patents, copyrights, you name it Or just plain old contractual rights I I often say you you can look at a building We're looking at a bunch of buildings right now You can look at a building as a bunch of cement A bunch of hardware You know, nuts and bolts and glass windows And things like that Um, Or you can also look at it as a series of contracts It's a combination That building is the result of Thousands of contracts, guaranteed. We're yeah. looking at a, a skyscraper, a, a high-rise and- building right now, yeah. that is, a, a, I guess, about 20 20? stories. Uh, that probably has about a thousand contracts associated with that one building alone. Right, okay? and they all have to be enforced. And if one of them is not enforced, uh, people, a developer, will not develop that building. Okay, but I'm talking about the larger picture, picture now. So. Rule of law, so and then the criminal side, like you said You need to make sure that the population is comfortable Going out in the street And that they won't be maimed They won't be raped They won't be robbed They won't be murdered uh, That they won't just suddenly be, you know, attacked yeah, out of the Not balloon. only
1: will they not be But they have to be able to go about their day without the fear of
0: Right They have to, yeah. be, they have to feel safe in their person That is very critical to our, our functioning society then, of course, you've got uh, the notion of understanding right and wrong. <laughs> I and mean, you have to teach that. You also have to teach the difference between male and female. You have to, you have to educate them about the history of America as well. I mean, look, I'm, right now I just spouted off about, I don't know, what is it, seven or eight, nine different yeah, items? And,
1: and by proxy, you've showed in the history of this podcast and a lot of other conservative work, you've shown how the left is constantly undermining every one of those. But every that's a digression. Yeah. But you make and I look at that 20-story building across the, the way there and, okay, thousands of contracts just for the building. And all the tenants and all the contractors and everyone who goes in and out every day. And then when you look at every component, the concrete, the steel, the glass that have made it up, and there's all these contracts that made those companies that have made all those products. So right. there's there's a, a compound, you know, uh, what they call that um, – you know, force multiplier factor of millions of contracts by proxy for every
0: one building. Of course, of course. It's a ripple effect. Yeah. Uh, And and so it is. That's the way it is. We don't realize that we count on these things. In the same way that many Americans, you know, they're so funny. We Americans are really funny. We look at these banana republics in South America and Africa and, and, and to some extent in Asia, Uh, Or the corrupt and horrifically evil countries, like we see in some parts of the Middle East, and we say, "Yeah, wow, that's that could never happen here." Somehow they don't even think about that, because America is America. You know, bad things don't happen here. (coughs) They they have no inclination. And you ask yourself. Why do you think it couldn't happen here? Of course it could happen here. Well, is there something different in our DNA?
1: Right. Did those they, people have the inclination towards violence and chaos that we
0: lack? I right. mean, what I mean, exactly was? Are it? we a different species? Of course not. We, yeah. we, we have exactly the same DNA makeup. you know and, and when they come over here, by the way, they and God willing, they, they love law and order too, and they have children who observe American rules, they suddenly become you know law-abiding citizens as well. So what what gives? The, the, the fact is that there is something in American civilization that makes it move forward. Okay? And not just something. There are many things. I would put it to you, a thousand things. And yet, the the lefty movement, as you like to call them, the wrongest movement, but the lefty movement, you know, perpetually chips away at every single foundation, every single yeah, part of these not things.
1: Not one, not some.
0: Every. Right. It's a rule. Right. It's like a scientist <laughs> Uh, going back to the baby metaphor, uh, saying, "Well, you know, yes, 100,000 things have to go right, but let's just pull this one thing. I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. Well, let's roll the sperm for the egg, and let's see if we still get a baby. Exactly. Oh, that's no. that's the initial thing. Let's put the. Uh, it has to do with your new
1: book. Let's put the sperm up the colon rather than the vagina, yeah, and exactly. see what I'm happens. Sure, it'll work out fine. Yeah.
0: Uh, or or what's, they call it octopic pregnancy, right? It, it, it's placed in the wrong place in the in the womb. Yeah. Uh, and the fallopian tubes. And uh, let's see what happens. Okay. No, no, you can't do that. Bad things will happen. You you can't say that it doesn't matter. It does matter if the egg, you know, the fertilized egg is in in the wrong place in the fallopian tubes. Right.
1: Let's see if we just move that yellow line and put it across rather than parallel to the road and see
0: if... How that works? Right. Yes, right? exactly right. And and it's it's in the same way that our schools sometimes have free dress day, right? You know, today on the road it's free driving day, right? Creative driving. <laughs> That's right. So you feel like driving left side of the road? By all means, <laughs> right. right? You give it a try. <laughs> the red light doesn't mean stop anymore. It means whatever you feel like it means. Okay, it's madness, right? Yeah. So and I in my new book Rise of the Sex Machines, I have a chapter exactly on this. I call it the the Sex Freeway, and the concept is. Look, we have – we should look at civilization the same way that we look at the freeway. What do I mean? Or the highway, as my editor calls it. Why, why, do we, why should we do that? Because in the highway, we seem to all understand that unless you, we have an agreement – everyone drives on the right side of the road. Thank you very much. Everyone has to drive within a certain speed limit. Thank you very much. Everyone stops at red, okay, uh, and everyone goes at go. Green. At, at green, right? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and, and you know you can't uh, you know jump your car over the side sidewalk. You can't, you know, go on the left side to turn and
1: yeah, when I, you see a pedestrian, you don't swerve to nail them. You don't get points for exactly.
0: that. Exactly. <laughs> That's <right. laughs> and it's a crosswalk, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All these things. And we we all acknowledge it's not as if we have a national debate about the traffic laws Right,
1: but Democrats right? <laughs> essentially have that every
0: day. Right, right. Wait, what I want to say is they that we don't we don't have a national debate. We all agree, liberal or conservative, whatever it is, you can be gay or straight or whatever. We all agree. Rules of the road, fine Okay, we have to have these rules of the road And if you don't, bad things happen Okay, but yet we're doing Exactly the same thing, we're doing that We're having this debate about the very Civilizational structure that we have Which is causing Our civilization To collapse and to crash into each other So to speak Yeah. Okay.
1: And so- the FISA war thing, like you said earlier Is an experiment that Oh, let's see if we can fake a FISA warrant. Right. Ignoring that the reason they had FISA courts, there was a great debate about, and people realized the danger of secret courts. Right. And they were there for only one reason, terrorists. Hey, let's use a terrorist court for a political purpose.
0: What could go wrong? Okay. So I I don't want to drill down back on that now. I'm simply saying that they are constantly debating these things, and the male-female distinction Uh, The the notion of using corruption as a political tool, weaponizing the IRS, you know, lying under oath, uh, you know, repeatedly, one Hillary Clinton, uh, you know, faking it with the Iranian deal and all the terrible things that the Obama administration, we now know, had done. Okay? Bad stuff. Uh, And and they're okay with that. But I'm also talking about the sexual revolution, so to speak. The notion of uh, that transgenderism is just the same as anything else. And it's making that all normative. Uh, the notion that marriage is not important all of a sudden The notion that having children is not important Guys, I'm, I'm telling you that this is devastating to civilization All these things And, and, and I, just, I guess I listed another nine or so things There are approximately another 900 things that need to happen correctly For civilization to advance And we just don't get it And they will lead us into horrific crashes So, Question Why do we have this understanding when it comes to the freeway or the highway, the traffic rules? It's all clear, nobody debates it, and yet we have all these debates and social changes and everything else when abortion is another one, boom, right there. Uh, Transgenderism, like we said, sexuality, generally speaking. Why do we have the debate there? Even though there there are gonna be crashes associated with that. Do you wanna know the answer? It's very simple. Because on the regular highway, the freeway, if you violate the rules The crash is immediate Okay You go through a red light when you shouldn't You're going to kill somebody
1: Yeah, it's like a bomb dropped explosion happens On it, the other, it's a delay It's going to happen so can, immediately So they convince you, oh, don't worry It's okay. what you think is going to happen, won't
0: Right You're approved And all those other things Does not happen immediately So what if you allow gay marriage? Big deal How does it affect your marriage? Not today, that's true yeah. But it will how will it affect civilization? Big time. Right. So, what but, uh, that's, what... It's the slow-moving train that we discussed many yeah. podcasts ago. Right. Many, many podcasts ago. Okay? And what happens when we uh, encourage, uh, when we tell the police that they don't have to, uh, that they, they should be very circumspect about approaching a black man because he may very well say that anytime you approach him, that's a racist thing. So, Ferguson effect, cops don't do anything. Does that lead to more crime? Or less crime.
1: Yeah, or like Dallas, uh, where the the you know how I believe grand theft the, the limit was four hundred dollars, and they always bumped it up to a thousand dollars. We're not gonna we're not gonna prosecute any theft less than a thousand.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, t- hey Barack, let's go rob something. In. Right, of course it encourages it. Yeah. So these are these are things won't happen immediately, but they will happen. Uh, and then you have the homeless situation we, you know well homeless people they we, we, we don't dare to build mental institutions anymore because you know that would somehow be repressive and and it would be uh, bad for our sense of the individual rights so therefore you know let's let them out in the streets okay well that's something that will cause a civilizational collapse
1: yeah through disease okay. and everything else but it that. takes
0: time yeah. right how do you how do you create the cause and effect right so let me put it this way because you know I, I don't do PI work, I don't do traffic accident law, so to speak, but it's, it's, it's not hard to imagine how it works, right? You take a deposition of a person who has just uh, been maimed because of a car accident. You say, okay, well, you were hit on such and such day. Um, you know, what? where were you looking? Were you looking at the red light? No, I wasn't. I, you know, whatever it is. You get them to admit things, okay, cause and effect, you, you drove recklessly, you, you maimed this person, okay? He's now brain dead and he's, on, he's in a coma, okay? Bad things, your fault, boom, liability. Not the same thing when it comes to deciding to get rid of uh, male-female marriage, for example.
1: Yeah, or the church influence in people's lives or prayer in schools or,
0: you know. Right, right, or or yelling at your teachers, swearing at your teachers, you know, disrespect between a student and a teacher. Uh, These things, they have, last, you know, they, they eventually do catch up. They eventually chip away at our civilization, and eventually it happens dramatically. At some point, it happens. You know, And, and, and in, in the reverse, by the way, this happened with the, the fall of the Berlin Wall, right? Now we wanted that Berlin Wall to fall, but what happened eventually was that people began to realize there was no authority at the wall, and they were told not to do anything. And so sure enough, they started chipping away with it, and then they realized nobody was stopping them, and boom, the whole wall came down. Now that, of course, was a good thing. So it's not a perfect analogy. Here we're talking about an actual collapse of our civilization. Yeah.
1: Well, it depends on whether the authority figures are good or evil. In that of case, course. it was evil authority figures. Yes. But here we wanted we to have, tip away but there. But here, our authority figures are, for the most part, and they're supposed to be benevolent. Right. You know, when we when we have um, uh, institutions that tell people essentially, based on our free market system hey, you got to work and pull your own weight and feed your own family, and we see over a century and a half that results in people acting, by and large, responsibly and prospering more than anywhere else on Earth. And then we say, well, you know, there's a couple people left behind. We need to do something. And they create a war on poverty that destroys an entire segment of the population's family structure, and then 20 years later, you have rampant crime, drugs, and gang activity. And they wonder why. And they wonder why. So,
0: so let me, let me wrap this podcast up at this point Because we are, I think, running late What I want to do is to give you this, this metaphor So a man puts a gun to another man's temple Pulls a trigger Bullet goes into the guy's head The guy dies instantly As you would expect, right? You see now the man on the floor Blood oozing out of his brain Disgusting image, but there it is And the other man, you know, with the gun still smoking and you say, okay, that gun, that bullet, that man on the floor, I think that that gun killed that man, okay? Good, right? What, now the same scenario, exactly the same thing, except that the only difference is the man doesn't die right away. He gurgles around and is shocked for whatever reason, he manages to survive for a minute, okay? you can still say that that guy's shot killed this man. Now take it further. He doesn't die in a minute, but somehow, because he was a little bit further away, not directly to the temple, he gets shot and he dies an hour later. You still say, okay, this guy died because of the gunshot. Now it's a week later. He dies. And you say, in all likelihood, this man died because of this gunshot, complications related to the gunshot. Now it's three weeks later. Four weeks later. Hmm.
1: I think you can hit a year and a decade now. A year and a decade.
0: And you can say, I don't know if this man died because of this bullet yeah. wound. We need to look
1: into this more.
0: Yes. Let's check this out. And that's what's happening right now, civilizationally. Okay? Yeah. The traffic law situation is the more the immediate impact. And the civilization thing that we've been talking about is more like, yeah, it happens a year from now, a decade from now. And we are unable to trace it back to the original cause.
1: Yeah, because what if it becomes a normal thing for the party in power to use the mechanisms of the CIA, NSA, FBI to spy on any opposition who ever tries to dethrone them well, in 10 years, right. 100 years, 1,000 years? Well, look
0: what happened, for example. Now, now we can speak in a global context. Uh, two things I want to point out, too, and then I, I'll just wrap it up. Two things. One is the Depression. People talk about that, and they... They can't seem to connect that the reason why the depression occurred was be- precisely because of Roosevelt's crazy policies. His Green New Deal. If That's you- right. His, yeah, his version of the Green New Deal. So, look, had it been that he implemented a policy and immediately uh, the stock market collapsed and immediately everyone went into the streets, uh, then, then people would see it. But, no, it took a while. Took not very long, by the way, maybe a half year to a year. It just got worse and worse. But they were unable to see that cause and effect, right? And then, of course, worse yet, they proclaimed that he saved America <laughs> by virtue of his New Deal. It wasn't this a great thing, right? So that still Orwellian echoes in history. Orwellian double it's, speak. it's Orwellian. Then, likewise, what happened with the uh, the Great Recession is that they're, they're now calling it. The, the subprime loans and everything else, right? And they and the Democrats try to blame the Republicans on it, saying, "Well, you know, it's because of their greed on Wall Street," which is a cute thing. Oh, they, they were less greedy before. Uh, excuse me, right? So, so right. somehow they decided, "Hey, everyone, let's a uh, memo to file. Let's be greedy." Okay, yeah, because it once God
1: elected human beings, suddenly became greedy exactly. after a hundred thousand years from the swamp to the stars. Now greed kicks in. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Never mind, of course, that the real reason is it was it was uh, it was uh, baking. Was a slow burn, as it were.
1: Yeah, it was put in by Carter in the next. Yeah, exactly. Subprime loans, encouraging
0: minorities to vote at ridiculously unsafe mortgages that they knew could not possibly be paid back. Ultimately, and it all collapsed. And but because it was not immediate, people got to say, "Well, you don't know that, right?" right? It's exactly the same thing as the bullet example. I'm Barack Lurie. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk with you next week.